Welcome, welcome to this lesson, this masterclass for international STEM students where I'm going to teach you how to save over 60% on the way you're applying, on the time you spend applying for jobs. And I'm going to teach you how to instantly be over 95% of all other applicants, which will lead to you landing your dream job with a company that's willing to sponsor your H-1B. So stay with me, take some notes, take out all the distractions because this right here is gonna change your life. So let's get started. Who is this for, right? This is specifically built for international STEM students in the United States and Canada, right? If this is built for someone who is in college or recently graduated and wants to stay in America and get their H-1B visa through a company that's willing to sponsor them, right? This is for the people who are tired of getting ghosted, rejected, tired of the ups and downs of the job search process, right? These are people who truly care about their future and are dedicated. These are people who have sacrificed a lot to make their career dreams come true, to come to America and want to make sure their sacrifice is worth it. If that's you, then you're in the right place and you're going to love this workshop, right? Here's why you should stick around. We've helped over 100 happy international STEM students just in the last couple of years, just last year alone, land a job with a company that has already said we're willing to sponsor you, right? So it's not just any companies, companies that are willing to sponsor you, right? This training will change your life. It's taken me over eight years, over 10,000 hours to distill into what you're about to learn now. And our clients have gotten jobs with the world's best companies like the Googles, the Amazons, the Apples, the Microsoft, Teslas, Metas, and anything in between. Just like this individuals like this, like Karan doing his internship at Tesla, right? Emily just starting in Google as a data scientist in the next two weeks, right? Fatima, Microsoft, Right, and you're gonna learn a little bit more about her later on today. Punjak and Shubi, and I can keep going on and on and on. But the point here, right, is that the strategies that you're about to learn in the next 30 to 40 minutes, however long it takes me to go through this amazing content, is worth it, is life changing. So I need you to focus so that you can be one of our next success stories, right? So that you can message me on LinkedIn or email me and say, hey, at the end of this training changed my life and I was able to get a company. So let's get going. Imagine what life would look like if you had a job and it was one of your dream companies in a company that you enjoy going to work with where you're solving challenging problems that are really changing humankind, right? A company that has already agreed to sponsor your H-1B, right? And it, this year it's March, right? They, they've already put in the paperwork and you're making over $100,000, making all the sacrifice, all the student loans or all the family money that has been put into your education, well worth it. Well, in the next hour, you're gonna learn how to do just that, right? If you experience anything of the, any of these problems, you're not alone, right? If you're frustrated, you've applied to hundreds of companies, you keep getting, automated rejection emails or not even emails at all, right? You apply to companies that you're 100% qualified for and you still don't understand why you're getting ghosted, right? If you're not getting uh, callbacks from recruiters and you're not even understanding how to network, you know networking is important but you have no idea how to do it, right? If any of that feeling, if, if you ever experienced that feeling, just I just wanna understand this, right? Most likely is that because you're making a mistake in the way you're, you're applying for jobs. The, way, the strategy that you're doing 
It's the reason why you're getting that. And it's not your fault. And I'm going to show you three myths that every single international student that I've come across with before working with me have fall into, right? And this is the three traps, right? Number one, we have this thinking that if we just apply to enough companies, we'll finally get a call back. Like it's just a numbers game. And, and it's not, and I want to explain to you all that. The second big myth that you fall into, right? And you're probably like, yeah, man, I, I get it, Daniel. I, I, <laughs> that's definitely me, is you think that the reason why you're not getting a callback is because you're probably missing one more degree or one more certification or you're missing one more internship or some sort of experience, right? And that's not true. And I will explain to you why that's not true either. And then number three, you're assuming that automatically the companies will hire the candidate with the with the best experience. And that is not true either. And I want to explain to you why that is as someone who has been both a recruiter and a hiring manager for a Fortune 50 company, right? And if any of these problems feel so real, I just want to let you know that it's not your fault, right? It's not your fault. It's the way that we're approaching the job search process and what I'm about to teach you can be applied by you in any international STEM student. And I'm gonna lead, and all this is gonna, what's gonna lead to is to you having job offers with companies that you love, that are attached to your career priorities, but more importantly, will sponsor your H1B, right? Now, why should you trust me, right? That's a great, great question. Who am I, if, right? My name is Daniel Botero. I'm the founder of Mastering College to Career. I'm originally from Medellin, Colombia from South America, so I understand the struggles you have as an immigrant here in America. Uh, um, I'm a best-selling author. I'm a host of a top-rated career podcast. I've helped thousands of job seekers land jobs. I've been doing this for over eight years, and for the last two years, I've been specializing on, first, uh, on international students that are requiring their H-1B because I understand that's like, the hardest thing to do. So we're gonna help those people here. Now, this is my book. You can go find it on Amazon. You can see all the reviews. I've also been inducted into like our my College of Business Hall of Fame is the University of Central Florida. Um, you can see my podcast again, five star re uh, review. And this is Baby Daniel speaking at universities all the way back to 2014. Just letting you know, like this is now my first rodeo. Uh, you're in good hands. Um, and from all those times of doing it, I've kind of come down to understanding that this is the problem that you're dealing with, right? The internet has made it so much harder for you to land a great job and opportunity because it's made it so easy for you to apply online, right? Um, if I were to challenge you and I say to you, I want you to apply to as many companies as you can in one week, how many can you do, right? And if you look back and think about, hey, how many have I done in the last week, month and so on, I bet you it could be hundreds, right? I've, 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 I've encountered people who've done thousands and have spreadsheets, right? Well, it's because it's easy to apply, right? And because of that, companies get hundreds, if not thousands of applications, which makes it really hard to stand out. So companies have to utilize applicant tracking systems to narrow that down. And we think that if we have a good resume, that is the solution to our problems. And let me be the one to tell you right here, that is not true. Your resume is not the silver bullet. Now, it's a part of the process, but it's not the silver bullet, and it's not as important as you might give it credit to, and neither is another certification and a degree. 
right? So this is the old and hard way of doing it, right? You get on your computer, you go to all the job sites, whether it's Handshake from your school, LinkedIn, Monster, Indeed, the company's website, you name it. You go ahead, you fill an application. It might take you 30 minutes or it could be an easy apply button. That application goes through an applicant tracking system, right? And then it gets filtered or maybe seen by a recruiter. Maybe they spend seven seconds on it, but ultimately leads to a couple of options, right? One, get ghosted, very common. Two, you get an automatic rejection email and it feels like no one even saw your application personally. Now, if you're an international student, you know this question, right? It's like your biggest enemy. Will you now or in the future require sponsorship? And this is a filtering question that makes it even harder for you to stand out. But I'm gonna show you how to avoid that, right? Because the reality is by following this strategy, it would be the equivalent of me telling you, hey guys, I'm gonna become a millionaire and the only way I'm gonna do that is by playing the lottery, right? Sitting at home, watching Netflix, playing the lottery and making and, and the odds are with me. Wrong, right? Like statistically speaking, the odds are against you when you play the lottery and there is sure there's some winners, maybe one or two winners a week, but not when you're hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people applying, right? So let's change those odds because if you're like me, you're a numbers person, you want the odds to be in your favor. So let me teach you a better way. Here's the answer, three steps. Step number one, think smaller. Think, think smaller. And we're gonna dive into this in this workshop, right? We assume that we apply the more the better, but the reality is quality over quantity. Number two, right, is getting noticed, right? Uh, when you are one of hundreds, right, of people applying for jobs, especially if you're trying to go into the, the fan companies, you're one of thousands, right? Getting noticed is extremely important. And one thing I want you to remember is visibility is more important than ability. And that's something that we as international students or immigrants, we forget. We think if we work hard, we'll get noticed. And that is not true. That takes us down to step number three, which is about proving your potential, right? We assume that the person with the most experience always wins, and that is not true. It's the person that proves their potential and shows the company why they're the best investment they can make, right? Um, and if you follow the step, you're gonna go through this transformation that is, one, you're gonna go from not knowing if you'll ever get sponsored to then knowing that you'll have your H-1B. You're gonna go from having to accept any job because you need to get a job within 90 days of graduation to stay in America, to doing something you love, right? Don't fall into that trap. I see it all the time, people accepting jobs just because they need a job. Well, let's go from the beginning and make sure that it's a job you love. And then you can go from you know, feeling like you're letting your family down, they're expecting more from you, to going and saying, wow, we are so proud of you, right? We're so proud of you. You went to America, you didn't know anybody, you work for a Fortune 50 company, you work for a fan company, you're impacting the world, we're so proud of you, son. We're so proud of you, daughter. That's what we want, right? Now, let's get started. Myth number one. If we're applying to enough companies, eventually, we'll get a yes. And all it takes is one yes. That's correct, in a sense. All it takes is one yes. But not all yeses are created equal. Not all offers are created equal, right? And not all companies are willing to sponsor you. So when you want to do this, right? That's a big myth, right? What we want to do is change this mindset, right? And the mindset that I want you to have is quality over quantity. 
applying to 10 companies the right way is much better than you applying to 100, right? I'd rather, if you're going to spend three hours applying, or let's say 10 hours applying to 100, I'd rather you spend 10 hours applying to 10 companies, spending a lot more one hour per application versus 10 minutes per application, just because there's an option for an easy apply button on LinkedIn. Now, think about why that is, right? You cannot be the ideal candidate for all companies, but if you focus your attention on only 10, you can for sure be the ideal candidate for them, right? If I came to you and say, hey, I am everybody's coach. Well, no, no, I, you need to focus. Now I can say, hey, I'm a career coach. No, but because I'm telling you, hey, I am a career coach that specializes on international STEM students. That's who I work with, right? I That makes you be like, okay, Daniel knows what I'm talking about. He understands my struggles. He knows that as a STEM student, I only have three years to go through the lottery and get it, right? I only have 90 days to get a job because like, I understand your problem. Same thing, when you focus on every company, it's impossible for you to truly understand the company's problems, therefore show why you have the solution. So focus wins, focus wins. So step number one, think smaller, right? I want you to create a target list of companies between 10 to 15 companies max, right? And this is a big reason, right? Less than 60% of all companies are actually willing to sponsor candidates. And if you're just applying to companies, right? You're wasting 60% of your time. So what I want you to do is use this checklist before you submit a next application. Number one, are they hiring, right? And number two, do they sponsor, right? Check if they sponsor. Go to myvisajobs.com. There's websites out there to check where they have sponsored people in the past. And number three, does that company match your career priorities? Does that job match your career priorities? If it doesn't, move on move on do not apply don't waste your time right that's where you want to have a sniper approach of job searching right very common we have a shotgun approach but focus wins focus 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 wins right i know it is count is counter to what we believe or think but this should be making sense right because when you only have to focus on 10 companies it is much easier to get notice, right? We talked about notice is so important, visibility over ability. That is why myth number two is a myth, right? The reason why you're not getting callbacks is not because you need one more internship, one more degree, one more certification. If I only had this, then I would get a callback. If I only had my master's, then I get a callback. If I only had my PhD, then I get a callback. If I only had this certification, no, no, no. That is not true. Odds are, right, and, and I'm betting that, trust me on this, right, I've been doing this for a long time, odds are you're more qualified than your American peers, right? You just don't, it's not that experience. You just need visibility. You don't need more experience. You need more visibility. You're a lot of times underselling yourself and it's all about visibility, which is step number two, getting noticed. Visibility over ability. Visibility over ability. One more time, visibility over ability. Um, but Daniel, how do I get visibility that's networking? I don't know how to network, I don't have relationships. What do I start, what do I do? Like I've always heard networking is important, I just don't know anything. I got you, I got you. Because 
here's the idea. You need to create them, right? And even if your relationships are the true currency on life, and understand this, most people are good, the reality is you're probably asking the wrong way, right? Let me ask this internal question. I know you cannot reply to me, but listen to this. If you're an international student right now in America and someone messaged you, whether it's an email or whether it's through LinkedIn or something else, and they're like, hey, uh, Daniel, I am thinking about going to America to study uh, data science or computer science or engineering, right? Do you have 10 minutes to ask you about your experience and your transition at Northwestern University? Would you give that person 10 minutes of your time? Think about it. I've asked this question to tens of thousands of people and 99% of the time I get a yes. What that tells me is that people want to help you. You're just not asking that right away or you're just not, or, or you're not making sure that you're following up. And so that's really important. So it's important that you're connecting with people. And I'm going to show you who to connect with in a second because people want to help you. People want to help other people. It's just natural part of humankind. So here's a tip though, right? Most of the times when we're networking, we think that we need to network with recruiters, right? This probably, if there was a fourth myth in this presentation, that would be it. Myth number four, number four, right? Or it's connecting with the recruiters. But the reality is you probably don't have a lot in common with the recruiters. And recruiters are getting hundreds of messages a month, right, from other candidates who are trying to network with. But that's not who you should connect with, right? Who you should connect with is actually the decision maker and your future coworker. So there's three people that are kind of involved in the hiring of who gets a job or not, right? So the recruiter, the future coworker, so the people who work in the department, right? And the manager of that department. Ideally, the number one person you should connect with is the decision maker, right? The person who would be your manager. Odds are they probably have the same major as you or very similar, have a lot more technical background like yourself, have a lot more commonality like yourself. Therefore, you can connect with them better than you can with a recruiter who's generally a business student or even an HR student. And then your future coworkers are easier to find, easier to connect with, and also relatively new to the company and can help you understand what the hiring process looks like. So when connecting, don't go after the recruiters like everybody else, because think about this, the recruiter can say no to you, but ultimately cannot say yes to you, but a hiring manager can love you and hire you and can still say no to you. So like when you talk to a recruiter, you have more, not that it's not important, but it shouldn't be your priority. Your priority should be hiring manager, future coworkers, recruiters, right? And so let me give you a checklist because you know I like to give you processes. A very process. Are you going to tell you I'm very process oriented, right? When you want to create relationships, here's what you want to do. Number one, are they in your target list of companies? Number two, you want to make sure that your LinkedIn is converted towards targeting the companies that you want to build. Because whenever you message someone on LinkedIn, if you're using LinkedIn, right, what happens first? I don't just reply. Right? I have to go check their profile. And if their profile matches what I'm looking for, then I reply. And the number three, start the relationships with commonality. Right? The more you have in common with someone, the most likely they're going to go out of their way and help you. Right? If your little brother asks you for help, probably odds are 10 out of 10 you're going to say yes. Right? There's so much in common. There's so much built relationship there. Now, if there's a stranger that's asking you for help and they are from the same city in India as you as an example if you're from India right 
then you're a lot more likely to help versus someone else who might come from Colombia. Not that you hate Colombians, like, right? But it's just about commonality. It's about this human tribal behavior. So finding commonality is what's going to open all those doors, right? So I want to quickly go under, help you understand the four ways companies get candidates, right? And where you should focus, right? So I'm a hiring manager. I've been a hiring manager. Whenever I needed to hire someone, candidates, so the people that I review, the people that I interview come from four different buckets. One, internal candidates. It's cheaper for a company. I rather hire someone who already works for the company, either promote them or do a lateral move, keep them happy. It's cheaper. I have more information to make my decision. Now, you can't focus on that. You're not there right now. So just don't worry about number one. We can't control it, but that's number one. Number two is referrals and relationships, right? It's does the coworkers, the people that work in the department or the hiring manager know someone outside of the organization that would be a good fit for this role? That's number two. Number three is sourcing or external agencies. So if you've ever been reached out by a recruiter or somebody from the company themselves, when they're, they're being proactively searching for candidates, that's the third way. And then number four is online applications, right? So it's, it's kind of set up in this way. Actually, online applications are like the last way to look at because that's where kind of like all the junk is, right? So many people apply for these jobs. Most of them are not even qualified. So like, sure, there might be some really great people in those applications. You might be one of them. But because there's so many, it's hard to find them. So you're actually going to prioritize internal candidates, referrals, sourcing or external agencies for online applications. Now, we can focus on those three and you want to focus on those three in that particular order. But it's important for you to know so that it can align the way you strategize. Myth number three, right? The candidate with the best experience is the one that gets the job, right? We assume is if I have the best experience, I should get the job. And that is a myth. That is wrong. That is not the reality. So let me give you the mental shift that you need to make, right? Companies care more about your potential than your experience. The person that proves their potential the best is the one that gets the job, not the one with the most experience. And let me explain this, right? So step number three is prove your potential. There's two ways, there's two steps to proving your potential. Number one is understanding why they're hiring. And number two is proof that you have a plan to fix that problem. Now, Let's go into this a little bit, right? Uh, understanding why companies hire. When a company is hiring is because they're looking for someone to solve a problem. Now, regardless of the size of the company, whether it's the Amazons of the world, right? The U.S. government, a small company with 10 employees like Mastering College to Career. Every company has limited resources. Now, because we have limited resources, I can't just hire 100 people. Right? I have to be selective. Maybe I could only hire one person. Because if I'm going to pay you $100,000, I can't use that money for anything else. So if I can't use that money for anything else, as a business, I need to make sure that I'm getting a return on investment. Now, let's say that I am going to hire someone to help me build an algorithm, right? Or to help me have a bunch of data that comes in. To, to, you know, I need a data scientist to help me manage this, this data. I am expecting that that person I hire, who I'll pay $100,000, $150,000, is going to solve a problem that is easily three to five times more than what I'm paying them. If not, it doesn't make sense. 
to do that, right? If not, I can use that money for something else. I can use that money for marketing. I can use that money uh, for to buy no, new equipment or to buy new software or to buy new technologies, right? So you have to think about that. You are an investment, right? Hiring you is an investment. And so you need to understand that. Now, a lot of, we don't ever think about it like that. We just go ahead and apply and say, well, you're looking for this, for, for this. I can do the job, but you're not taking the time to put yourself in the position of the company to understand why are they hiring for this role? What is the problem that they're trying to solve? And when you can identify what the problem is and show them, hey, hiring manager, that I've already started building a relationship with you in the previous step, I understand that the reason why you are hiring is because you're looking to build X, Y, and Z, and here is what my game plan to help you do that. Here's how I'm going to, right from the beginning, be an addition to your team, right? And it's not that experience. A lot of times you apply for jobs you're overqualified for and you don't get it because there's a lot of risk of hiring you because I think, hey, well, this person is completely overqualified. He has a master's degree. I only need a bachelor's. Um, and I just think he's going to use me as a stepping stone. So three months from now, he's going to go get another job and I'm back to square one. And that's just going to delay my project. So your overqualification could be the reason why you're getting rejected. But if you can communicate your value and say, hey, no, Mr. Hiring Manager, Mrs. Hiring Manager, I know what you're looking for, right? I, I did the research on the company, the department. I did the research on the project that you're working on. Let me show you, right? And that's the best way to do that is through a potential proof document. It's something that we've created at the Mastering College to Career Academy. And I'm going to show you some examples. It's going to really help you really understand what I'm dive into this point that I'm really pushing in right now, right? Um, this is Quran, uh, international STEM student, and he just, he's doing his, his passion is automotive, right? So he can go and say, hey, I am a mechanical design engineer and apply to tons of companies, but he goes like, no, I am really passionate about automotive engineering, robotics, and manufacturing, right? Well, who is the best? And all those three, if you combine them together, Tesla. So he focused all his attention on Tesla. He used, right, think smaller. He used, he got noticed by networking with hiring managers and people in the department. And then once he got to the interview, then he created this project, right? He, he created this project just for Tesla to show why he wants to work there. Why he didn't just apply to any company. Why, why Tesla? Why not GM? Why not Honda? Why not Toyota, right? Why not another one of the electric car companies that are popping up all over the place? Here's why Tesla. Here's why him. And here's my game plan to solve your problem in the next 30, 60, 90 days, right? Resulting him getting the job, right? He completely articulated how he solved the problem. Fatima, another example, just got a job with Microsoft. So she starts in a couple of months. That's why it's not on her LinkedIn. But this is one that she did for Snapchat that I really liked, right? She's showing creativity. You can tell Fatima can't go use this project to apply for Instagram, right? Or for TikTok. It's specifically built for Snapchat, right? Explaining why her, why Snapchat, and her 30, 60, 90 day game plan. And this is what Fatima had to say on my LinkedIn. This is December, right? If it weren't for Daniel and his team, I wouldn't imagine getting my dream job. Daniel provides everything you need at every stage of the job search. The countless hours of office hours, coaching, call guides, uh, you thought uh, throughout the process. 
Also, having a plan created just for you and weekly one-on-one checkup help me track my progress. Lastly, wouldn't it be possible with that supportive family Daniel has built? If you're looking for a job, stop right here and join the program right away. Highly recommend Daniel in the Mastering College to Career program, right? It's, it's slowing down the process, shows results, right? And it goes back to showing you all this beautiful people, smart people, brilliant people that want to change the world and that strategies that I just shared with you gives you the way to do it. That's the roadmap to doing it, right? So remember, right? Mind shift number one. Let's recap this whole presentation. Applying to ten companies is better. Applying to ten ten companies is better than applying to a hundred companies, right? Quality over quantity. You're not going to create a project like that for a hundred companies. You don't have the time. You're going to run out of time. So quality over quantity. Number two, right? You are already qualified. You do not need more experience. You do not need another degree. You do not need another certification. You are more qualified than your American peers. What you need is more visibility. Visibility over ability. Visibility over ability. And I'm not saying this in general. I'm saying it for the people I've talked to as international students. You have the ability. You, odds are you probably have a master's PhD. You have an amazing GPA. You have the ability. And then shift number three is companies care more about potential. People are selfish, right? Humans are selfish. The reason why you're watching this presentation is because we are all selfish creatures. You're here because you're getting value for yourself, right? I'm here because I know a percentage of you will end up working with us and we'll continue to build this business to help more and more of you, right? So are hiring managers. They're selfish. They care about the company, yes. They care about the department, yes, but they care about their career first. So it's not about you being the best ever. It's about who solves the problem the hiring manager has, which is why it's not about experience. It's about potential. So you prove that with your potential proof document or project. The answer, again, recapping this whole thing, think smaller, right? Quality over quantity. Number two, get notice, visibility over ability. And number three, prove your potential. Prove your potential, solve the problem, and you got it. So these three things will give you a clear path to landing your dream job that will sponsor your H-1B. This is a proven, proven time after time. If you execute it, you see the results. Now, you have an important decision to make today. You have choices, right? I've done what I said I was going to do. I've broken down my three-step my, my, my three process and the main mistakes, the three main mistakes that all international students that I work, that I've connected with make, right? And, and odds are you're probably making all of them, if not some of them, right? And I already found what works and what not. Now you get to decide. Which job seeker are you going to be? Are you going to be the one that's strategic, right? Or are you going to be the one that's frustrated and continues to apply, get ghosted, have to deal with the roller coaster of the job search process. Now, you have one, one, you can go back to your life as usual. What? You can go back to applying to hundreds of companies every single month, getting ghosted, never getting interviews, and wondering why you don't get a call back, right? You can go back to getting stuck, not understanding how the process works, not understanding how networking works, right? You can say, hey, Daniel, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. This is really helpful. But I think I'm going to go back and try to figure this out myself, right? Um, I know that you figured it out. You've been doing this for a long time. But I'm going to just, just, just do it myself, right? 
And guess what? There, there's really nothing wrong with that. Um, but there is another option for you. And, and this is the option that you have, right? You can make this a defining moment, right? It's not about knowledge a lot of times. It's about actionable knowledge, right? You can say, hey, Daniel, what? You know what? I agree with you. I've had enough. I'm sick of not getting opportunities that I deserve. And it's, it's my time to win. It's my turn to win. I'm going to take this now, right? Um, and you can now take control of your job search process. And you can control the results. Each of my clients had to get sick of being a lost job seeker. And that's what I want to do. And I want to get on the phone with you or have someone on my team, either me or someone, one of my career coaches, talk to you about your particular situation, right? We want to get to know your goals, your timeline, and what is it that you've been doing so far, and then figure out if working together makes sense, right? So what I can offer, right, and I cannot offer this for everybody, right, is mentorship because that is the easiest way the best way to reach any goal is to learn from someone who's done it so mentorship from someone who has a proven roadmap to follow constantly on the cutting edge right people who have actually done it for themselves and multiple others that's what i'm offering so if you want to prove our results we have something very special for you right uh there's no pressure whatsoever uh this is not like i want to educate you first and then i want you to figure out if this is the right fit but uh what i want you to do is we've set aside in the next five days some time slots in our calendar to talk to some of you and help you. So what we'll do is it's going to roughly take about 30 to 40 minutes, which is really depending. It's just to block out 30 minutes. And what we want to do is want to understand your situation because I, I already have been in this path before. I understand every single one of you has a unique situation. So we want to understand that unique situation and clearly create a game plan for your career, you know, how do we put your situation into a customized game plan for your career and a career strategy that's going to work for you? Now, if you want to build this together, right, uh, and we are in a position to actually help you, and we only take clients that we can actually help that, and it's not so much about the right experience or GPA levels. For us, it's more of the intangibles, the execution. And if we, if we can help you, we'll offer to help you. If not, no problem, no pressure zero on your end. So what I want you to do is if you want to set up a call with me or someone in my team, I want you to just hit there's below here, just schedule a call, right? Fill in that information and see if it makes sense for us to work together. But regardless, in that call, you're going to walk away with this strategy, this personalized build to you. Again, um, thank you so much uh, for your attention here. I understand how busy you probably are between research, between school, between working on campus if you're doing that right um but trust me on this this is going to change your life i i want to meet you in person i want to talk to you so schedule the call and if you have anything that we can help you with connect with me on linkedin send me a message and we can go from there have an amazing day and you got this i believe in you now i just need you to believe in yourself peace